We are Snow Horse and the Polar Bear. Who are you? I'm the Polar Bear. I would be Snow Horse. That's right. Thank you for joining us. We are on our, what, fifth or sixth podcast? I don't know. We're still debating. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we did a flying leap last week. So Mm. thank you for listening. Um, We're going to just go into a lot of different things. The Polar Bear has something specific that uh, we were talking about earlier. And, you know, I asked her to take a couple of notes to go over it if if you, you, do you have those with you? Yeah, somewhere. Just, okay, just cool. Start. But also, let's let's uh, start off by thanking oh. uh, Lake Orion Neighborhood TV for having this studio available for giving the classes. We've got Ian as executive producer. Producer. <laughs> 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 we could do this. Uh, director and uh, Joe and uh, as an instructor okay. of the podcast class. And, you know, this COVID thing has put a damper on uh, getting those classes in. But the fact that we can come here and do something brand new and stumble our way through it. And, you know, they're so gentle and kind and, and teaching us and, and helping us in every way that the, you know, it's just a blessing. And so we've got uh, Joey that helps us also, both Tessa and uh, Tracy on the telephones when you call that guide you to anything you need to know. Um, to, to take part in this, to do this yourselves. And so really take take advantage of it. It's, it's it, Whether you're in town, live in the area or not, the prices are so low. I don't know what they are right this second, but I, I do know that they were under $100. That's, that's amazing. And then to get to use the equipment at no charge. Well, amazing. It's, it's awesome. Just blessed. I'm really enjoying it. Just mm-hmm. blessed. And I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to chase Joe around. <laughs> Found out he was single. Uh, <laughs> I can't compete with that because you you knock me run, out of the way. I run faster. You, don't, you do run faster. <laughs> but we were we were uh, stopping to eat. It's usually we t- uh, stop afterwards. Mm. We stopped into a, a local restaurant that we are now going to frequent because it was fabulous. It's delicious. It's uh, on the border of uh, Lake Orion and uh, Oxford. It is called Mario's. Oh, Mario! Mario's is th- awesome food. I, you know, awesome. It's everything delicious. we've had there. Over, Delicious the, and lots of the oh. walleye. I'm sorry, little walleye, but I God bless you for letting me have you for dinner. <laughs> I feel ba- I really do feel bad taking a life. I, I I have to say that I'm 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 learning as fast as I can. A fish? I love it. Yes. No walleye. Meant to be eight. No. It's, yes. Got anyway. Okay. It's got a beating. Bears like fish. You know. Well, you know what? I'm gonna go into uh, first. Finish. Let's talk about Mario okay. and our waitress. How phenomenal is she? Awesome. I'd like to give a big shout out to um, Raquel, who is an earth angel. And she just goes above and beyond to give you great service. I need to pinch her to see if she's real. Oh, she she lights up my day. Do you, Rock? Who are you looking at? You I'm looking at the, the camera. camera till I'm talking to <laughs> And Mario. Raquel. Got a crush on him, too. He said, anybody that's good at what they do, it just impresses me. It almost mm. doesn't matter what it is they do, but the fact that they love it and do it and do it well... God bless them. Holy they, cow. They take pride in their work yeah, get, and, and the food. The Greek dressing. Oh. Whew, for the salad, the pink. Ask for the pink. The pink. Well, you no, like no, the no, pink. I'm yeah, still salivating. Yes. But anyway, pink. so I do want to say that. But back to the, so the you know, you, you were talking about whether, you know, fish are meant to be eaten. I, and I just want to say this, just so you know what my mother had to deal with when I was growing up. So something must have happened about somebody dying. I don't remember what it was, but I do remember her sitting in front of me. She was on an ottoman at the time. I was probably nine, eight or nine, something like that. I was sitting in a chair in front of her, and she's looking me in the eye, and she talked. It was something about dying and and trying to comfort me with dying. And I said to her, I said, you know, when I die, I want somebody to throw me to the lions. At least I should be food. 
my mother got up and walked out of the room. <laughs> you know, I mean, what, what, you know, I'm just saying as a little girl and I'm looking back at it, you know, I've just been me my whole life. Right. So I, but looking back right. at some of the things I've said or been a party to or done, you, you know, there's, there's no wonder, you know, people had different opinions of me, but I'm, you know, feeling blessed. So but I'm, being thrown to the lions, can well, you hear me if, okay? Well, if you're dead. Am I talking into this? No, thing? I'm going to pretend I can't hear a word you're saying. <laughs> You've been doing that very at, well before me. we got so look, here. Look, where's that camera? I cannot look at see me. nothing. This is me. I'm the snow horse. We're going to say she, we can't hear a word she's saying. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't drowned me out with a drum roll. Yeah, or where, crickets or whatever where, it was. No, no, that's when you're quiet. Oh. Are you ever quiet? No. No, but I do, I do stump you quite often. You do. I do get me quiet. So is this it? Yeah, this know. one. Let's see what this one is. I'm putting the earrings back in. Uh-oh. What was Uh-oh. that? Uh-oh. Here we go. Let's see what weird things happen today. The lights go off again, or we get invited to a I don't know what this uh, is. a meeting, a Zoom meeting. The city council again. What just happened? Something's freaking me out. Week. What are you freaking <laughs> out about? See, you shouldn't be playing with those buttons over there. Oh, that's me losing my mind, telling her what to what do. Oops. Okay, they probably don't want to hear us yakking at each other like this. Well, go ahead. I, you, you know, you took some notes. Let's let's go in. Oh, I'm supposed to get my notes. So talk while I get my notes. Why am I messing with this? I can do this later. Why am I taking They're watching me look at this board oh, here. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Mike. This thing is barely <laughs> Mike, hanging on. Sorry, Mike. Oh. Oh. Oops. Too oh, bad. I, see. I, I like Mike's again. I'm giving Mike, guy's name Mike. Uh, this yeah. is right. Hold it against them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's getting ready. Okay. Very funny. Very funny. <laughs> she's got, she's like Felix, the cat pulling things out of there. Yeah, I got my carpet bag down here like Mary Poppins. So really, you know, we, we talk to each other every day pretty much about the different things going on and, you know, some learning things. I um, Before she gets started, you know, let me also say that, uh, um, the ministry that I have for animals and people alike, it can be found on Facebook. One of the things I do with this ministry is deliver pet food to people in need for free, in addition to supplies. People donate it, I collect it, then donate it back out to the people in need. So they don't have to get rid of their animals. There are people, you know, pretty much if I'm visiting, it, I might be the only visitor they have besides their animals. And a lot of people are being told to get rid of their animals if they cannot afford to feed themselves. And it, so in addition to not having people visit them, um, my mother would beat me. Oh. <laughs> visit them. Get on camera. Whoops. You know. Vi, vi <laughs> oh, never mind that. You didn't see nothing. In, Continue. In, in addition to them not getting visitors, that, you know, to give up their animals and have, uh, it, it gives them a reason to wake up in the morning. Oh, I know. You know, it's just so sad. And then the animals are displaced and then the rescues are and the shelters are filled with animals. It's just, it's it's unfortunate. So, in, since 2012, it was, is when this started, is that uh, I've given over, collected, and then delivered back out over 300 tons of pet food. That's amazing. That's amazing. In my, I'm going to give a shout out to my car. It's a little Scion <laughs> XB 2005. That's amazing. It's got over 260,000 miles on it. I cannot believe what you can get in that thing. And I really can't. No, it's, it's amazing. It's deceiving. I can, I can get a minimum of 12 um, bags of pine shavings in there. You know that that are given to the animals for bedding and defecating. <laughs> 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 so 
So, well, so thank you for sharing that. <laughs> so it's it's a it's it's just been a blessing. I'm, I'm I'm praying that God will deliver another one just like it, um, but less miles, because I, I really just love that car. And here I'm I'm tapping again. So it is a ministry called New Ark Ministries. It is for animals and people alike. It is for protecting and helping animals so that the people in, that love them get to keep them and the animals don't lose their homes. And it frees up the room in the um, rescues and shelters. So uh, just a, just a knowing that you can go to that particular Facebook page, New Ark, that's N-E-W-A-R-K Ministries for Animals. If you add the for animals, you're bound to come up with the right site. If you want to contact uh, the polar bear or myself for any reason whatsoever, um, please feel free to contact us there. You can message us there. If we can help in some way, we certainly will. We also have a prayer line. I'm going to start off with that one as well and, and probably close with yes. it also. The phone number for the prayer line is 810-724-3223. Something going on in my mind. Make him smile. I'm just wait and make sure you didn't get my number out. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. It's your number too. familiar. No. So, so uh, oh, yeah. it will identify that yeah. it is the prayer line for polar bear what who are we snow horse and the polar bear <laughs> <laughs> i love being dyslexic i am going to not say cancel cancel that because i i have to say that it really can inter, be entertaining so and i i can feel it coming because it comes through uh me, me, me speaking me, 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 me speaking as well as uh reading it that way so the, the that's the prayer line 810-724-3223 it will identify that it is a prayer line for Snow Horse and the Polar Bear Show. Um, all we're asking is that you leave your first name and your request. Um, you certainly can go to God yourself. You can pray to Jesus as well. The thing is, is that if you're in in stuck in some mode where you don't feel you're being heard and you want us to help you, knowing full well that I know God really well and I have no doubt that he delivers, and I'm going to give you a short testimony before uh, the polar bear starts with what she's got to say. Uh, just to back up the type of knowing I have. Um, please know that if you're um, having issues with uh, myself or the polar bear, just know that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And the same goes for you in your life. If someone is coming at you, you need to know that you're being blessed to know that the negative team that I refer to as Satan is after you because you are important. If he can get you to stop functioning, even if you don't want to work for him and do bad things in order to have a bad day or make a bad day for someone else, if you're just stuck in depression and not able to move or not able to be um, functioning correctly for yourself, he's got you stopped. You need to know who's after you. So true. And after you because you're important. Only, all of us are important. But when you really have what looks like holy hell coming after you, you need to know that's how important you are. And if you knew God the way a lot of people do, including myself, you'd almost raise your hand like you're in the third grade going like, oh, 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 I know the answer. Because the teacher can be negative, and the teacher I'm referring to is Satan. And he's calling on people that don't know God. He stays pretty much away from the ones that do. And if he does come after the ones that do, he's sending more of his buddies to come after you. But as long as you know God, and this goes into what the polar bear is going to be talking about, is that on the winning team, people are trying to recruit people from the winning team so that their team becomes a winning team. And by the other team, I mean what I refer to as Satan and the negative team or the losing team. And, as, and, and 
if you out there in the world are working for God, as long as you're doing your job, being the person you know yourself to be, and, and trying to be, want to be, and are being, then even if Satan is doing his job, he's going to lose. He cannot win. He cannot win. He cannot win. And that's what people need to know, that you're on the winning team, stay on the winning team, you're going to be on the winning team as long as you want to be. And if you're walking away from it, if you're lured astray from it, God has got to let you go because you're doing it through free will and walking away. But if you want back, you just walk back over to the winning team, start behaving yourself in the appropriate ways that you know are correct. You know, be doing the right thing in life. Mm-hmm. So the, the so in reference to the, the um, prayer line and a bit of evidence of just how well I know God, in this particular testimony, I'm going to talk about my dog named Lexi. She's a rescue. She's a poodle. And when I brought her into my home, she was approximately five years old. She had uh, severe issues with her uh, knees, her back legs, clicking in and out. And I do know how to adjust that and set it. And, and um, she was, you know, getting into a position of severe pain. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is just how I talk to God. So on this particular day, it happened to be November uh, 4th of 2014. And I had Lexi in the back seat of my car, the 2005 Scion. I was going out to the White Lake area to uh, deliver food. Beautiful sunny day. And I was ticked off, frankly. The do- I had made an appointment at a vet, which I, you know, I'm not telling people not to go to. I just know that God can deliver even the, the highest and most preposterous, preposterous, preposterous <laughs> thoughts. I mean, people just, I don't know anybody that thinks like this. You know, not first and around me. And what I knew to be true is that God could heal this dog. I have seen greater things than these. By the way, that these and greater things is something Jesus said to his followers, disciples, apostles. Those are all followers, believers, and uh, students of Jesus as a teacher. Uh, I, I do believe him to be my Lord and Savior. Please, let's get that out of the way. You know, with Jesus, you get all the extra goodies. You can certainly know God, but not know Jesus, and, and certainly get a, everything from God. But with Jesus, there's some extra stuff, and eternal life being one of them. We'll certainly go into that. We can debate it all you want, but I'm not going to debate. I have a knowing. I have a believing, and there's no argument. Everybody's entitled to believe what they want. But what you believe, truly believe and know to be true, is what you're going to get. So on to Lexi. I knew that God could heal this dog. I've seen greater things than these. I was on the way to White Lake to drop off food for uh, people and to visit a friend of mine. And I had an appointment set for a, a, a vet that was going to, you know, diagnose, surmise, and give their opinion on the legs of this dog. I knew on an earthly level from past experience that it was going to be approximately $2,000 per leg. Wow. No, it t- oh, it goes at, at least. Yeah. And I was ticked off. And so I'm talking to God in a, in a hostile kind of way, you know, pissed off them, the nation of pissed off them. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I said, look, I, I've got an appointment at 430. I'm already headed to White Lake. I know that I don't need to do this. I know that you can heal this dog, but you need to know I'm going to take this dog to the vet. She's screaming in pain. Oh. You know, her legs are clicking in and out. It's just, it's, you know, it's creepy as all get out, you know, you know, trying to adjust and things. But you have to do what you need to do is what I'm saying. So I knew at this point she needed something different. 
and more than I was doing. And I and I've seen healing under my own hand through God. I mean, God is the only way. I mean, He's He's blessed us with these abilities, and we should be taking advantage. If you've got a remote sitting in front of your TV and you want to get up and turn the dial yourself, that's your business. Or you can use the remote, or perhaps change it without with thought. I'm just saying there are bigger things in these that people are not aware of. So the point is, is I was telling God that I can, you know, I've got an appointment for this dog at 4:30. I know that He can heal this dog. I know that if I go, that he can work through the vet. I also know that he can find people that will fund the money that is needed. But I said, I don't believe that I need to do that. And I said, this is, I want people to listen closely because I have said in the beginning of all the podcasts right along that if you listen closely, there will be teachings that you can apply instead of, for instance, you know, booking time with me and getting charged for the instruction and or the reading, counseling, or whatever else I might offer. The podcast itself is to help people get things for free, you know, and we're willing to come and chat. I'm, I'm, I'm wandering a little bit just to restate that uh, the polar bear and I have come back together after seven years. I'm excited for this, but back into the teaching. That's why I'm wondering. I want people to know that if you listen closely, you're going to pick up some tidbits where you can apply or at least try it and see what happens. So I'm telling you this, is that I told God, I said, I'm going to take this dog at 4.30. I know exactly what they're going to say. I have experience in this. I've worked with a lot of animals. I know the cost factor of it, but I don't think I need to do this. And if I'm not supposed to go, you need to stop me, Lord, in a gentle way, because I am going to go to that vet. I've got a 4.30 appointment. <laughs> it was 30 seconds, maybe a minute. I don't, definitely not even a minute. All of a sudden, the RPMs on my car started to fluctuate. Really? I mean, I believe I, you. I um, actually, I just started to laugh because I, I clearly, <laughs> I wasn't going to make the vet appointment. Right. What was even above board and on top of that is, it, and I put there, and, and so the, the RPMs are going up and down. And there was a snap and a bang and I pull the car over and I'm, I'm sitting there laughing. It's a sunny day. And, and uh, I was an hour from home and about 15 minutes or less from my friend's house after dropping off this food to others. And uh, I gave her a call. I said, I'm, you know, going to need you to at least pick me up. I'm going to have to call a tow truck. And, uh, you know, certainly that wasn't the most gentle way for me to be stopped from no. going to the vet. <laughs> and he doesn't, you know, he's not chastising anyone, meaning God. And he's not trying to beat me up over my tone. I've, I've talked worse than that. There's a old sailor in me that likes to talk to God. <laughs> Past life. <laughs> you know, as good buddies, you know, if you can swear to your friend and them not take it personal, that's what's going on with me and God. So I know him well enough and I know what he's got to offer. But I made the appointment. I told him I know I didn't need it. I demanded a change and to show me in a gentle way because I was going to go see that vet. Even walking in the door, there was going to be a charge, whether they did anything or not. The car has its damage done to it. That's a different part of the story. But what did happen is that dog healed. I didn't realize it for about a half an hour. But when my friend picked me up with the dog and we went back to her house and then arranged for, you know, the, the tow truck and such, my dog from that day forward has been able to run around with no pain, no clicking, uh, no joints out of place, up and down stairs. That was 2014 and we're presently in 2020. That's a miracle. That dog, that dog is still healed. Can you hear me? Okay. Am I close enough? Come a little closer, baby. Uh, well, I, I don't <laughs> hear me, so. No, I hear I'm you. So my mic. point is, yeah. is that's how well I know oh. God. 
And and if what you're doing is satisfactory to you and, and you just want to go ebb and flow, that's your business. You know, but if you feel that, you know, we can do something for you, then please make contact. It's free of charge. We pray for free. You know, ask for things that, you know, if you're going to come at us with nasty things, we're just, you just need to know that God is protecting me and God help you. <laughs> well, God's protecting me also. Well, yes, that's yeah, what I mean. But... I'm talking about the people out there in the world that oh, may have, oh. you know, a little bit of conflict. Just know this too, is that saints don't argue. And the reason they don't is because they know they are correct. The only ones that debate and argue is the need for someone else to say that the other person talking is right or that they don't know if they're right without somebody telling them so. Just keep that yeah, in mind as you're going sense. about your life. Yeah. So uh, the, the, the polar bear has been doing some exciting things, and she mentioned something that uh, really played into what we're talking about here, and I asked her to take notes so, just so we could tap back into that. Uh, so polar bear, why don't you br- bring those up? And, and uh, right. I don't want nobody to see my, my uh, spelling. <laughs> I want you to hold it up and no, fess, fess no, up. No, no. They can't read it on the table, babe. Of course they can. They can zoom in. Well, I hope they do. No, I don't want them zooming in on my spelling. Okay? Is that all right? Amen, brother. <laughs> Go ahead. Let me hear you. Wait a minute. What? You've got 23 minutes to flounder around over there. <laughs> okay. Just a second. I'm not sure what story you want me to talk about. You, you look, I'm, I'm giving you airtime. I get, where's oh. the crickets chirping? No, Here. stop with the crickets. Wait a minute. How about this one? Where is it? Very funny. You ready? You got something to say over there? Yeah, I got something to say. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) that was a little loud in the ears. Very funny. Now she's talking. I was. Now I lost my thought. No, cancel, cancel. I didn't lose my thought. Okay, and the cancel, cancel is for what? Is that I didn't lose my thought. Correct. The first one says. It cancels it out. Yep. And the second one is to say, I don't, uh, I don't want that to happen. Oh, I, I just say cancel, cancel. I didn't. Right. The first, the, so we say, okay. I say and teach cancel, cancel, because the first cancel says, oh, I've said something negative, derogatory right. or something would lead to bringing in negativity or working for the other team. And the second cancel says, I don't want that. Oh, okay. Thank you for reminding me. You're welcome. Well, the thing that comes to my mind was I was uh, going, yes, <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> I'm t- talking hands. I can't, I can't talk without my hands. Okay, go ahead. But uh, anyways, I lost my train of thought there for a second. I'm back. Cancel, cancel. Back, cancel, cancel. I was thinking about when I went over to my dad's and uh, supposed to be over there for, to, well, not supposed to. Supposed to, we're going over for a cookout, hamburgers, and I was supposed to bring the hamburgers and swim in the pool and play cards, blah, blah, blah. So anyways, I was hurting, and I'm like, God, you know, if I'm not supposed to be there, then don't let me get there because there's been some issues with certain family members. And well, that doesn't happen with anyone. Else. No, no, <laughs> nobody has problems with their family. Nobody's <laughs> family is weird or crazy or not crazy well maybe (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna get let's dig this hole deeper (laughs) shoveling away is there a digging yeah i'm digging 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 digging. (laughs) (laughs) let me dig this hole (laughs) here here's one (laughs) 
Oh, That's, you're having fun over there. <laughs> she's really, not, she's digging Joe, holes. Joe, Joe, you should not have showed her this doll. Go, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Oh, quit looking. <laughs> What's this? Wait. <laughs> shut up! <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh, so okay. you want me to shut up? No. Uh. <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you, the subject you've got in mind is, is important. Right. So... I've been having trouble with my hips, my hip. Cancel, cancel. Cancel, cancel. I've had my right hip replaced, and then I fell and and knock a, who thought you could knock a artificial hip out of place, but it's possible. It's not like bionic woman, like I thought I'd be, but I've had both my knees replaced, and then now. By the way, this right is hip. in the seven years that I didn't see her. No, well, yes. yeah. yeah, yeah. See what the, happens when you leave me? Yeah, the knees in 2013, <laughs> the hip in 2016, okay. well, and then redone again in 2017. All right. I want to go into the teaching of that, Ooh. because that, what I've said in other podcasts is that there is body language going on here, and when there is an ache, there is a message. If the person can get the message and understand it and recognize what the issue is, then the body does not have to tell the person that they're hurting. What I'm saying is that the body, when, what, first of all, when people can't express what they're dealing with emotionally, then the body at some point screams out, I hurt. When it's the knees in particular, the overview, now it, it can be different for each person, but the overview area of concern when the knees are not working well or are in pain, the knees are about flexibility with your support system. That's people, places, and things. Things that support you, take care of you, should be there, aren't there, mm. are acting a fool according to the person, meaning you in this case. So the left leg, according to me, is about females and or past issues in life, oh, yeah. about your support system. Right, and it's right on the money. And so, and the right leg would be, or the knee, right leg, and uh, excuse me, right knee in particular, would be your issues or flexibility with men and or future you know are you going to be okay if you have to retire are you going to be okay is it is the job treating you well are you going to get your benefits does your father your brother your your male mate if you have one that kind of thing your future okay. uh finances your you children know, well uh, uh um yeah future uh, issues with children but generally the the hips are children so and again, this mm. is an overview, but right. th now I, I try to tell people in the nicest of ways to say about flexibility that when really the, the truthful, hardcore truth is that people who have issues with their joints are people who cannot be flexible or are not flexible with the people that are around them. That if they, that, and I learned this uh, not because of knees, but because God told me, you know, through a reading I did for uh, two girls, uh, oh, years ago, maybe 30 years ago, maybe 35 years ago, uh, they came to see me in person and they asked me about their brother. And it had nothing to do about knees, but it leads into what I'm about to say. And so I told them they, that I, vi I visualized him and, and he was stuck. They said, well, you know, what is he stuck on? And I, Technically, if you will, almost, you know, people talk, it's a, it's, it's a visual skill. Somebody might call it shamanism. I'm a, I'm a Christian and Jesus could see things and so can I. 
because he said I could and I believe it and so I do it and so it's successful. When I looked into this image, I reached down and I got my hand on this brother of theirs and I picked him up when there was a <laughs> noise, a <laughs> sucking noise, and underneath this boy was written the word stupid, meaning this boy was stuck on stupid. The girls laughed, I laughed, or they got tears rolling down her face, but the point is, is the it, it, it is necessary for the, I mean, if God could look at me going through all my crap, even though he's telling me powerful things, and if we're not applying it right away, it, I mean, it's basically being stuck on stupid. You know, so if God is okay with me being stuck on stupid, I realize that either I need to be okay with the others around me being stuck on stupid, or I would have to let them go or step away or ask them to, if they were in my house, my life to, to step aside. Because I wasn't technically allowing them to take the time to process through whatever they were processing through that looked as though they were stuck on stupid to me. So rather than keep a person in my life that either would not change, I mean, I'm thinking of one person in particular that uh, was had an issue with allowing her boyfriend to beat the living oh. bananas out of her. I mean, just literally throwing him her down the stairs and cracking her skull open. You know, and then she'd come to lunch with me and 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 be upset about you know you know she and frolicking, just happy, cheerful. And I said, you know, I cannot sit here and allow you to be bludgeoned, you know, and knowing that when you go home and you have to answer that he's going to beat you. I said, I'm not, I, I can't do that. I'm going to have to let you go when you're done with that. You let me know. And she did. She called me a few years later, and I said, you know, you're not done. He's still in your life, and you don't have to get rid of him. I'm telling you that. You know, you don't deserve me judging you. If you want to live like that, you need to go do that. But I can't have that in my life. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know exactly so what you're saying. So the knees and joints, elbows, and things of that nature is about inflexibility. Not It hurts to be flexible. You know, it's hurting to watch you, watch others, you know, do their thing. You know, usually it's a negative thing. It's not. It's not hard to watch somebody succeed unless, of course, the person is jealous and you know, envious of what they're doing. So am I not being flexible? It would be... Because of my hip rolling again? No, no, the hips... I mean, my one hip. Knees. Hips are about... Oh, we're talking about knees? Hips are about children. Oh, so we're talking about the knees. Okay. I mean... Slow down a second. Okay. I want to get clear. Knees are about flexibility or inflexibility with your support system. Okay. Okay. The left is female and or past issues. The right is male and or future. With regards to the hips, because you just mentioned that, right? the hips are about children. Okay, so we, Doctors in particular okay. will say that, you know, it seems to be hormonal because it happens in a certain age frame for women. What I know to be true is that it, is, it also comes right around the time frame of empty nest syndrome. People going, kids going off to college maybe a death of a child, you know, the loss of one walking away and having a life with somebody else, a wife, a husband, you know, college jobs, you know, when the mother was important and now the child is grown up and going to do their own thing. If there is a loss of a child in any way, it can show up in the area of the hips so that the body is screaming out, I hurt, can't you see that? You know what I mean? Right, I know what you mean. You know, of your two sons, there was one raised by someone else. Yes. And that hurts. Very much. You hurts. know, and having to well, have it happen, whether it was something you've done or didn't do, 
The thing is, is in that particular case, we know it worked out brilliantly. No, both of them grazed by the No, both of them. Well, that, then that's I mean, your right hip. Yeah. You know, so it doesn't have to happen. But the more, you know, we need answers to what's going on in our life, if we're not understanding God, you know, and working in the positive, then our body is, is much like a weather vane saying, I hurt. Can't anybody see that? You know? Right. And so we ultimately call in somebody, which happens to be doctors, to tend to the need to, to you know, because you're in pain. There's, there's a pseudo helping, so to speak. But if people did know and recognize, oh, like I, uh, <laughs> my shoulder blade that was going on, I said, oh, there's my mother, you know. <laughs> you know? But I, yeah. I, I, it would be easier to straighten those things out with her if she was talking. This is an intelligent um. woman, highly educated. And, uh, you know, it's amazing this woman can read so many books and know so much stuff and just not talk. You know, she's got issues. I can't do anything about it. My arms are open. You know what I'm saying? Sad. I know exactly. It's so sad. To be able to talk. Oh, I'm getting a buzzing in my ear. You know. Um, to so, be able but, to talk so, to my mother again. Right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, she's passed over. Mine's, I know. Mine, you know, it's, it's, it, what's sad is my mother's mother died giving birth to her. Oh, I did not know that. But mine's been alive my whole life and still just, even though there, and, and absolutely, you know, she taught me manners. She taught me, you know, how to mm-hmm. set a table. You know, she was there to help before copy and paste was on the, the my cell phone, you know, with uh, literature and writing things. I mean, she was there. But she, but as a, as a mother mother, I, I don't, I don't, I'm going to be honest. I don't think, I don't remember ever getting a hug. No, we need to get in the car and leave here, and I'll go tell her what she's messing up on. <laughs> no, I'll go no, right no, to the, no, no, I know, no, I know, I'm just sick I know. Sick and gone on her. It would be nice if she would talk, but you know, I mean, she it, don't know what she's. Well, well no, no. Uh, well, the that, thing is, is that's you know, she abandoned. She was abandoned at birth. Is I'm sure what she's thinking on a number of levels, and she ended up. See, when you ask a question like why, why would my mother leave me? You know, like that's what well, she, she said. She was raised without a mother, right? No, no. no I mean, no, no, she di- her no, mother died. No, no, no. She, had, she had a mother. She didn't have a birth mother. The mother died giving birth. The father got remarried right away. But this isn't about my history. The point is, is she had an issue about being abandoned and then grew up to do the exact same thing. Oh, yeah. But she didn't kill me. I was too strong to, to kill. And there was no audible arguing. You know, at, at 40, I, my, it was my brother that said she was intimidated by me. Well, I didn't know that. You know, I'm just going around speaking my truth. I had no idea that the people in front of me were melting. It was my husband that said that. So, mm. so the point is, is my body doesn't hurt in the way that a lot of people have. And so because I know their messages, I, you know, cut that message off and say, I get it. I know it. I don't have to hurt there. You know, and you can cancel out pain by saying, I'm in charge here. I realize I've, I'm dealing with some things emotionally, but my body does not have to reflect it. I don't need another human being to validate my pain. I mean, that's just Satan working on us. You understand? Yeah, God does not give pain. That's plain and simple. He's not dishing that out. He's about healing and life. So you were, you were talking about, you know, I, I interjected oh. because I wanted people to get a little bit of free teaching there. You know, instead oh, of... Oh, no, pay, I'm pay, off on thinking about the first time I... No? No, no. no I, the first time my knee came out. Okay. The came first, out? <laughs> yeah, my knee... Out of the closet? To, yeah, came... <laughs> yeah, it came out of the socket. Oh, jeez. I mean... The it, right knee? 
my right knee, my right knee came out first. But it, what, what year was this? Wait a minute. Let me think about this. It wasn't my left. Don't take too long. We've got oh, we've got nine minutes. It was my right knee. Okay. It came out of the joint what when year? I was eighteen years old. Eighteen. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it, I was dancing with my son. Mm-hmm. He was probably. I don't think he was in. Maybe he's a year old. Yes. Maybe not. I don't know. We're dancing around. He's hopping, 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 hopping. So I'm hopping with him. Mm-hmm. Didn't think two things about it. And I come down like on my side of my foot and my knee just popped out. I'm on the ground before I knew what happened. Mm-hmm. And I just instinctively grabbed my ankle and popped it back into place. Smart. Instinct. I, it was just like, it was a reaction. I don't know oh, if it was smart. Yeah, that's, that's God talking to you. I don't know if it was smart, I, but I just pulled it back. I'm just saying I give credit to anything that's good Ooh. to God. I do not need to walk around with an ego that I just was, you know, instinct or not. But my knee just poofed up. You, you, it was that, really swell. Oh, big time. And that mm-hmm. joint comes out. So 18, we're, we're looking for a man and or your support system that was not there or was just leaving that you were able to get back in place. Marriages, family. Well, I just got divorced. Just right. had a baby. There you go. Yep. Yeah, it's right on the money. Yep. And I think about and it. And you were able to straighten it out in some way. It wasn't, it, but it, it kind of blew up itself, but it, you were able to use your knee from that day forward until you were older when it started to hurt you again. No, it, it started hurting. It came out again in the 80, 82. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we could look into those things. I'm saying you're you're saying it's right on the money. I'm trying to instruct people to pay attention that right. when their body hurts, it is something that they've technically buried to the public because no one's listening. And frankly, no one wants to hear over and over again how we're suffering. No, okay. you know they either want to help. They either you know people either want to help, direct you to help, or want you to shut the heck up. You know, people don't want to hear this over and over again. No, they don't want to hear about my knees. No, anybody. In this is anybody. This right. is anybody's problem. You know, fix it. Do it. You got it. The thing is, is it leads me into talking about those that consider suicide. And I got to tell you, it it, it has been on my mind my whole life because I, you know, I just didn't like what I was seeing down here. I was never, if I was picked on, I don't remember it. You know, I just looked around and say, you got to be kidding me. These humans, you're, you're saying I'm one of them? Are you kidding me? You know, watching what was going on, in, in, uh, you know, from the outside and inside, I, I would say that our family, you wouldn't really know until you grew up that there was a whole lot of passive-aggressive stuff going on. You know, people were just getting things done and doing their thing and going about their business and moving up, getting out, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, so, you know, on the scheme of things, it was fine. You know, but as far as relationships, there weren't any that I know of. Not any deep, well, of course, with my father, he was phenomenal Superman for me, but, but, you know, I don't remember sitting with any particular brother and having a conversation on any level for any length of time. We had we had mm. supper at the dinner table, and my mother had things to keep people busy talking about, but it wasn't like, what did you do today, you know, and how do you feel about that? There was mm. no, none of that. And it, mm. frankly, I didn't know I was missing out on anything. Right. You don't have it, you don't, you don't know. Eating at my house was a free-for-all. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get it first, you didn't get no food. Any food. Any food. There you go. There you go. Any so, code. so, so the the thing is, is that uh, uh, with regards to me asking questions all the time, of God, like, what is going on down here? Right. You know, He was giving me answers. And as far as the suicide thing that I was going to reflect on, is people, it's all over the internet. Prayers, you know, say prayers. You know, you need to ask somebody. I got news for you. I have reached out to people, and there were crickets chirping. 
I could look them right in the eye, and they'll say, oh, it'll be all right. It'll be fine. You'll be, oh, you're smart. You're good. You're big. You're not, everything's blah, blah, blah. They weren't even talking about God. You know, and I, there was no way the way I grew up that I was going to reach out to people because the ones that you could count, and in fact, it was my father who said, you know, if you can't trust your family, who could you trust? Mm-hmm. Well, that wasn't <laughs> rocket science, now was it? You know, because I, I certainly couldn't trust the ones within the household. Blood's thicker than water. Yeah. Right. Like rocks. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but anyway, so, well. I, I, you know, I hope everybody's got what they need. I hope their families are better. But what I am saying is that as a, a personal testimony is that, you know, in fact, I was saying, I may have said this on another podcast. I had a, a rabbit when I was younger. My dad surprised me oh, with. Oh, really? And um, anyway, so she, the rabbit was outside in the yard in, the, in, a, in a pen, and I went out to feed it. And on the way back to the house... I could look uh, into the kitchen area, and uh, you know I could describe the kitchen and the and the the house, but I'll do that mm-hmm. another time. But the <laughs> point is, is I was walking towards the house. I saw the light on in the kitchen, and the people in pe- the the people, the family members. <laughs> it was my mother and a, and a couple of the boys and, a, and a, my daughter, and I think my dad might have passed through the kitchen because it was about dinner time. And uh, I heard a voice at that time, not knowing you know this is God and Satan talking to me, but I heard a voice that you know if you would do drugs or get pregnant. They would t- they would pay attention to you, you know. I was busy doing good grades. I was busy cleaning things up. I was busy making sure you know my mom had milk at the dinner table. Yeah. You know, just as a little girl, you know. And so um, I remember speaking out loud to that voice that was telling me, and I said, "I am not going to ruin my life for those people to have that attention from them. I'm not doing." And I'm pointing. I'm pointing my finger at the kitchen. Are you kidding? <laughs> you, you, what the hell that somebody would tell me to do that? But I already knew that the voices were there, you know, that this is an, a, a bad instruction, and I would say no to it mm. vehemently. But people are like, oh, I think I'll just do this, or I just got the notion to do that. You know, you need to think about who's talking in there. And people that say they don't hear voices, you need to know that when you have a thought, it isn't coming to you in written text. In your mind, it's not written out. So everything you think is a voice of some sort, and you can hear it louder or more quiet inside or outside your head. But if it is a negative thought to do something that you know will not work, mm-hmm. it is up to us to say no to that voice. Because if you train yourself to the wrong voice, and by the way, you can get good information to, from bad sources. So true. It's important to know who you're listening to. And if you're hearing a voice, a person, and this is a teaching moment, folks, Ask who's talking. Because when I do readings and get something that says, by the way, you know, this person is, has got cancer and doesn't know it, I'm saying, who's talking to me? And that'll, that'll go into a different testimony a different day. But if it doesn't, I mean, I'm going to tell you, Satan cannot use the name Jesus. Will not come out of his mouth. So if I don't hear a name I recognize, I'm not talking. I'm not saying it. I don't care how accurate it is. I'm not giving credence and credibility to the wrong voice. Because if you listen to the wrong voice long enough, you get used to it being right. And the very minute you need it to be right, because it, it's, it, it'll take all your money, your time, your health, your love, your job, yeah. and it's wrong, mm-hmm. you will be robbed in the most important time of your life. That's because so that's what he's after. Oh. So people question God. I, I question God only in the fact that I know that he can do all things. I don't question that what's going on negative in my life has anything to do with him. My choices matter. And it's important for me, even the election that's coming up, any election, I go and ask God, who do you want in here? 
because frankly, I can't trust anything that's out there being said by any person or any venue about whoever's running for an election of any kind. I would not trust the data that's out there, but I trust God, and I know his voice, and I will know come that day who to elect, and I hope I'm not surprised. (laughs) I've got opinions, but my opinion doesn't matter. When it comes to God, I'm going to follow what he's got to say. Exactly. Period. You know, so kudos to you on, on, you know, one of the things I remember talking with you about, and, you know, we've got a, a few minutes here is today that I had hoped you would touch on, and then the knees and the hips certainly play into yeah. it, but it was about... It was, go ahead. It's about, I've come too far with my family right. to let go now, or to give up now. Right. Years. Right. You know? I remember you so, saying that you've been through the fire, and I asked... I have been well, through I, the, But I asked you today. Yeah. Help to clarify I, it. Just, yeah. yeah, for me to be clear on what you were saying, because I thought, because of my own experience... Oh, time's up. That's a good time to stop now. <laughs> I'm already in the hole. <laughs> not cancel, cancel. I'm cancel, not in cancel. the hole. Okay, so um, I filled the hole up. <laughs> is that that you know because of my experience with my family is that you know I've been through the fire in that you know I've done all I can correctly. All I can do now is have open arms and an olive branch, and when they come back, if they should say you know you got to explain yourself, Lucy. You know, right. I need I need a little whatever, you know, and if I've done something, they should have said, ouch, because I don't consciously go out and hurt anyone. I have no time for revenge. I have no time. I mean, I may be confused as to how people treat me, but I also know that Satan works through people. And if they're going to do that, I'm going to have to stop them by saying, you know, you're going to have to be stuck on stupid at somewhere else. Right. You know, you there is no weapon formed against me that shall prosper. So my clarifying with you was as to whether you have done all you can and they're just not responding or that you've done so much and you're looking for forgiveness and, and reconciliation with them and that you're still trying to get that uh, uh, positive attention and closeness that, you know, you should have had early on, but but because you went through the fire on your own right. and put them through the fire. Yes. Is, that's yes. what I heard you say. Right. So my point is this, is that, that reconciliation is a beautiful thing. But you need to also know that you're worth it. And if you are being put in a box because of your past experiences that made them suffer on any level whatsoever, then forgiveness is from God. And as long as you know that you've changed and you're happy and you're acting happy and, and acting yeah. happy is suspicious to people that, <laughs> wonder, that wonder why you're looking so happy. Because I'm so happy. Right. What, what the hell? It's a cancel, I mean, cancel. I cancel, cancel, Ooh, start. Look Ooh. how you crediting that. So, so the point is, is just remember that Satan works through people and the people don't necessarily know it. You know, so if you continue to try, which is a beautiful thing, it is imperative that you don't allow yourself to crawl back in the box so that you are the person them to believe you to still be. And if they see the changes in you, this goes for anybody out there. If they, if people see the changes in you for the better, they should be celebrated. You know, and if if the person and I don't know that that's going on in your family, but I can oh, tell you, yes. my, my yes. family's not looking to be close. Nobody was taught to be close. It, I cannot express how much it hurt me that for me to be me and be happy to spark concern in them to think that I'm drinking again when I've been sober over 15 years and I'm just being happy. Right. Oh, well, you're happy. Well, why are you happy? Uh, it just reminds of us when you were drinking. And I'm just me. Right. But maybe when I was drinking, to get to 
to be to yeah, the to yeah. But you you weren't acting happy when you were drinking. You were just acting unusual, and so your happiness just of late is looking unusual. But for to me them. to get to act happy, right? I was drunk to get to get there. If that right. makes any sense, I mean, I'm not familiar with, not, but I not, he, I do hear you. Right. Mm-hmm. Alcoholism is a disease. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's an allergy. It's a disease. It's serious. And, but that's another story. Okay, Let's not but go I do, off on I, that. But well, I do want to tap in because you, I, I know that I've said this to you in the past, but I just want to reiterate for the people who are, you know, leaning in to glean from any teaching that I might have so that they don't have to pay for it. So for me uh, is that any liquid is a relationship. So when we talk about alcohol as a relationship, because it is a liquid, it is intoxicating. You know, intoxicating as in, oh, my gosh, she's beautiful. But something that is intoxicating is something that draws to and no one knows why they're drawn. I mean, the love of God is intoxicating for me. Right. You see? And the the fact that I can do some of the things that most people can't and they don't believe I can, I'm frankly, you know, that's more for me. Mm -hmm. You know, God needs people that want to do the things that he says that are opportunities for us and gifts and talents. So when a person is drawn, they call it a spirit for a reason. Yeah. You know, spirits yeah. talk. And, and, they, and this, this particular spirit that, that gets a hold of people through alcohol cannot live if it doesn't get into the person's body. It's like a barnacle on a ship. That's a it truth. is a free ride. And the person is putting right? it down their gullet and mm. into their system. It is leaching into every organ it has. Not only will it consume and kill the vessel that it's riding on, or in, but it lives through it. It acts the way it wants to act through it. The spirit that comes into it, right. into the human vessel, and it, people need to know that there. It's like it's like a uh, a squatter. So if the people out there listening are okay with a squatter coming into their vessel called their human flesh, then at least recognize that you're allowing this thing to come in and live through you, free oh. of charge. In fact. The person drinking is paying for it. So true, because when you're blacked out and you're still functioning, who's who's in there? Right. Because it sure is ain't sure wasn't me. Right. Right. Wasn't me. Right. But a lot of people, oh, you I'm know, getting chills just thinking about. Oh, it's, it, it's, oh, it's, it's all the way down through. My well, body. it's a it's oh, a, like a possession ooh. of sorts. Exactly. Ooh. You know, but people should at least recognize that yeah. that's what's happening, and it's mm. much easier for a person, believe it or not, once they recognize that alcohol is a spirit. And is making use of the body free of charge to do whatever they want. People say, well, you kind of loosen up or whatever. Yeah. yeah. You know, you lose your, use, your respect and, and uh, you know, the, the uh, um, moral values and things of that nature, anything else that comes with that. But the point is, is that, you know, you become less mm-hmm. of yourself. So, and if, mm-hmm. if the person recognizes that this entity is making use of you, like, you know, dare I say rape. You know, and the person is allowing to happen. At least know that you've got a relationship with a spirit that is causing you destruction in your life. I have never met anyone that's... And and Earth is a hard trip if you don't know God. I mean, as a child, I I didn't call it God, but I knew there was something in charge, and it didn't come from learning it from church or people. I just had an innate knowing. You know, looking around, it, you know, it, it wasn't common sense happening out there. So me being me drunk is not me being me. Right. That was me being possessed by right. a spirit. Right. 
So all I'm saying now is... I'm just, in, in now the, I'm just happy. Well, you also know God better. Oh, wait, I'm very strong in my faith and right. getting stronger. Right. And that itself can be offensive to the people out there. No, they don't believe it. They're like, what is, what's, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're having happy. What's going on? <laughs> you know, so right, we're, we're, look, we're looking for good things for everyone. You know, exactly. and a little consciousness... Time to. No, that's that's my phone saying something. But yeah, yes, the I drum roll for, for. Yeah, drum for, roll to. Okay, so we're going to close this out. Right. I want to reiterate that we have a prayer line that you can call. If mm-hmm. if you know, certainly know that you can go get to God yourself. Know that if you're asking us of something and me in particular of something, I'm going to go directly to God and, and and put a fervent prayer is what they say. And you know, when I'm adamant about it, you know that this person, whoever it is, that's asking for something in particular that I know that God can deliver and I'm asking him to do so in such a way that I'm familiar with that brings um, restitution or resolution, you know, or improvement or healing. I mean, just over the top. But know that if you're calling and asking for something ridiculous or angry, or oh. you just need to know that anger is a weapon and no weapon formed against me shall prosper. So that Amen. being said, the prayer line is, uh, the phone number is 810 and it will identify that it is a snow horse in the polar bear prayer line. It, I'm asking that you leave only your first name. That if you want us to respond to something, you can find us on the New Ark Ministries Facebook page. And it's New Ark Ministries for animals and people alike. If you put in the four animals, it's going to come up to the correct page. The uh, uh, spelling of that is N-E-W, first word, second word, Ark, A-R-K, third word ministries, and then for animals. And you can find us there, and we will respond to those messages. We look forward to contact and, uh, and, and, and all your prayers and dreams coming true. That's what we're here for. We're offering our time, even though we're new at this, and even our friendship is, is renewed. I mean, she's a totally different person that she's been in a Thank positive you. way, and I'm just ever so blessed. You know, now well, that I'm you're, blessed that you took me back. You know what's cool is that you're gorgeous too. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and you know, and, and for for I I don't have an envious or jealous bone in my body, but I I do have pleasure in a good looking person. <laughs> well, Being on the other side of the eyes either. Thank you guys, and thank you for listening. Thank you for watching, and I I, I do hope you're getting something out of this. And if you're not, uh, then then there there you go too. Yeah.